Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. Uh, you know, I love radio. I grew up with radio, so radio is really part of part of my part of my DNA with radio. So I love being on the air. Uh, and I have my guests. In the process here. of on working through minute, I just want to announce quickly that Mothers for Police Accountability uh, will be having our community meeting. I, I on the 31st of, uh, of May at the Liberty Bank uh, apartment uh, uh, community room and from 6 to 7.30. And I'll announce that uh, again before the show is over. But I want to bring my lovely guest in. Her name is Ms. Elisa Dasa. Uh, I met her uh, through an untimely situ uh, uh, situation of sorrow. But I, I tell you, we have so much, uh, we have so much togetherness together. So I just want to bring on Ms. Dawson. How are you doing today, Elisa? How are you doing? Hello. I'm really excited to be here with you. I've had a crazy morning and mm -hmm. just chatting with you is already making me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you are my, uh, you are, uh, we're, we're friends. Uh, we're friends yes, we are. Beyond, uh, beyond the circumstances and the events. I, I, had we met at the grocery store 10 years ago, we would be friends. So, uh, so we have something that, that has brought us together. But I uh, just wanted to give you an opportunity to come on. And I know that uh, my listeners, some of them might know you and some of them might not. But uh, also, I want to let them know that this, so this will be available in podcasts after the show is over. But I just wanted to give you some time to come on and to talk about, uh, you know, what has happened in your life here in the last couple of years and a few years and that how it's been changed uh, forever uh, in one way but also how you've grown uh, uh, in another way uh, of, uh, of allowing other people to be and to be with you. So I just want to give you some time to just, just talk about it. Yeah. So for folks who don't know, uh, my son, Connor Dasa Holland, was killed in front of our home in Rainier Beach, um, Mother's Day of 2020. He was attending the University of Washington at the time and was home uh, because the dorms were closed at the UW due to COVID. And so he had been home um, since about March of 2020 and um, then ended up uh, being killed just a couple months later. Yeah. So um, it, it was a big thing uh, to have something so crazy and unexpected happen um it, it, that's kind of an understatement yeah it was a life-changing um, event that um yeah that rocked your world your family's world, world yeah and all of his friends and the people who life that he had touched in his short time that yeah. he was on the planet in the body. Yes. Yeah. I'll he help had... you out on that. I mean, he, Thank you. my grandson knew him. I mean, oh my, because he calls himself Omi. Mm -hmm. And of course, he just graduated from uh, Leola uh, on the 11th of this month. So uh, right. they knew each other. And then I think his, my, uh, my son, Omai, knew him through, your, through, uh, through his son, through my grandson. Yes. And so we, I, I, we're, we're, we're connected through our children. Uh, and then uh, Omar uh, Chikundi knew your, uh, was, I already knew your husband. And so he got, yeah. he was called immediately. Uh, and so this is, uh, we have been 
we have been webbed together uh, 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 by this event. Uh, and I don't, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not going to have you to, to, to go it by yourself because we're here together. And, uh, right. you know, where you, uh, where, where, where you don't have words, I have words because I, 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 we've been on, we've been there. I, I, I came uh, right away. Uh, yes. It was Mother's Day. Uh, and uh, your son, uh, you were healthcare, you were into public health and your son died. I took his last breath uh, uh, in, in, in your arms. Uh, he took his first breath uh, also as he was coming to the world. So uh, right. uh, you took his, he, he took his first breath with his lovely mother. <laughs> and uh, this circumstance happened that he took his last breath with his lovely mother. So I um, just yeah. uh, want that. I mean, so you don't have to say that again in public right. ever again because <laughs> I understand that and uh, uh, I understand uh, what it is to have the first breath and the last breath uh, uh, as the mother so um, yeah. um, and it, uh, go it ahead. Change, it changes things it changes yes, it does. how you parent it yes, changes it the dynamic of your family yes it does um, and it changes your priorities as a yes. whole personally, yes. mm -hmm. I think, yes. mm -hmm. just in your own life, separate yes. of being a mom and being a wife and a friend, your whole person is different. Yes. Um, yes. yes. And I, is. you know, yes. that, mm -hmm. that has been, I think the biggest thing, the first year is such a blur. And the second year, you're really trying to figure out what happened the first year. And we just made it into year three. And, and now really just trying to figure out, we know what the reality is. Right. We know that he's not going to come through the door tomorrow. Right. Um, we understand the impact that it's had on our other kids and on yes. our family mm -hmm. and on his friends. And so now it's trying to figure out how do we live the life that we're given right. without this person with us. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes. so that's the path that we're on right now. And, yes. and not only trying to live for us, but continue living for him. Yes. So that hopefully yes. one day when we see each other again, we'll have great stories to share. Right. Um, right. Yes. And then for the other children. I mean, yeah. because um, and one of the things that I learned uh, when my mother died when I was two, and my grandmother told me uh, years later when I was grown that she stopped living that day. And so her children, she had eight other children, so she wasn't present for her children. Yeah. And I, and I, I always remembered that uh, uh, because most people know that my son is in spirit also. I always remembered that, and I said, wow. Because her sorrow was so deep and so, uh, you know, I mean, it was 1948, of course, but uh, her sorrow was so deep that she never, ever, she never, ever lived a life again. Uh, 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 she worked and did all the things that was necessary, but she wasn't alive for uh, other eight children, you know? Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we as parents worry about when right. we, when we look at everything that's happened over the last, you know, three years. And not just us, but all of the other parents that have been affected because the last three years in the city of Seattle oh. have been pretty rough in oh, terms it's of been the murder pretty rate. Rough. It's been pretty rough, uh, yeah. the murder rate. I mean, it, it is just, 
It is astronomical. It's off the chart. Uh, right. uh, it is inhumane. It is insane. It is all of those things. Uh, uh, and and in the wake of all of that big splash is all the mothers there right. trying, and treading water, trying to find their way. Yes. Well, and the kids that are being affected by losing yes. their friends at such a yes. high rate at such yes. a young age. Yes. Yes. They're, we don't know for sure right. what that impact is going to be down the line. We no. can only go based on right. what we know from historical That's right. situations. Right. And there's a lot of people doing a lot of great work in the community, yes. right? There's lots of, lots of organizations that are really doing everything they can to help. And I mean, that has definitely quieted our neighborhood down. Um, on some level mm-hmm. over the last couple of years, but there's so much more, Oh yes, you yeah. know, that, that people are dealing with right. and yes. so much more that we can do to help right. or just, just try not so much help, but just right. try to level out the stress right. and anxiety right. that anxiety. gets put on That's people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. mm-hmm. You know, there was a, there was a shooting at Stan Sayers at Mount Baker at the pits Mm. Uh, last week and my oldest son happens to be a coach at Mount Baker rowing oh and okay so yeah Chikundi, <laughs> so my grandson is with that rowing yes, team I believe yes uh, he is Chikundi tall I don't yes, call him he is. <laughs> I don't call him little cun well and he does row on the boys team there and my son yes. is the coach of the girls team yes. and we saw that come up and we were calling him immediately. And unfortunately, that's one of the outcomes of what's yes. happened is that, right. you know, we hear these things are happening and and we're on the phone with all of our older kids who are in their mid to late 20s to mm-hmm. make sure that they're OK. And, you know, you don't want to be that crazy parent that shows up at their job to make sure they're OK because they're not answering their phones. Right, right. <laughs> but. But that's something that we all think about, whether we lose a child or not. That's that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. If your kid is somewhere and that happens, or if you're at home and you hear gunshots Mm -hmm. and your child is out, right? You know that the things that are running through your mind are right are unstoppable. Right, right, and that that's so true. It it really is, and um, and that's why it takes a lot of courage to keep going. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it takes a tremendous amount of um, what you didn't know you had, not specifically to you, but uh, other, uh, for mothers, they know that they had. Now, they know they had the stamina and strength to have a baby because it ain't easy. Let's be real. Right, right. <laughs> and sometimes right. you just say, hmm, come on, I'm going to have this baby now. I'm tired. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, but, but then for this event, in this part of your life is another kind of courage and another kind of strength to put your feet on the floor, to talk yeah. to people. And in your case, I'm not even having any, uh, 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 any, any, any leads or anything like that. And yeah. your case is not the only case, uh, 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 you know, that, that, that has been going on, but um, I want to take a little break here. Cause I want to play a little bit of music and come back and uh just died, you know. Just, just let you, just, just let you, just be, uh, in the in Mother's Justice living room, okay? All right. All right. We we'll take a break. You listen to the Mother's Justice show, and we'll be right back. 
The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello, I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intron, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance, where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact Dr. K Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. And it's my joy to be on the air. I love radio. Like I said, I love radio. Um, and I love that song. That's one of my freedom anthems. Uh, uh, Miss, uh, uh, Miss Dasa, uh, Elisa, uh, I play that song when I need energy to know that the battle that uh, I'm not on this journey by myself. I woke up this morning with my mind set on freedom. And so uh, <laughs> yes. it's a good way to wake up. Uh, it is, you know, and I used to have my children singing it, you know, I mean, I mean, because sometimes life is so hard uh, 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 that you have to pretend like it's easy. Yeah, I mean, so, there, there are days where getting up and taking a shower and continuing to breathe feels hard. Yes, it, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I know that um, I, um, there's no leads uh, in, in your case. Is that right? I mean, uh, in no. SPD, uh, I mean, because all of this happened during this time when, uh, when, 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 the, when the police department, when, when people would, you know, uh, all the loud voices defund the police. And so it's not enough. Uh, and a lot of them left and some of them should have left. But uh, it left right. Seattle. It left Seattle in a bad place and it looks like all the people who want to harm one another are coming to Seattle Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> you could just say nobody's coming after you because there's not enough uh, it's not enough law enforcement who actually might, might want to solve them I might want to do something and then okay. they say if these people just want to harm themselves let them I mean you know you got all this stuff going but uh, I don't want I don't want to take a, a take too much from my voice listening I'm going to you know let no. your voice be out there you know uh, but I, I mean, I think historically, when you look at neighborhoods like ours and neighborhoods like yours and, you know, across the country, not just here, but when we talk, when you just said, oh, those people want to harm themselves, let them go ahead and do it. Right. Um, there's not a lot of buy-in or reasons that they believe they should save neighborhoods like ours. That's right. Exactly. exactly. And, and that's a really sad place to be. Right. Um, it's a really sad place when you see all these men and I say men, but they're really still boys between 18 and 24. I, I have three of those, you know, right. and, 
when we're seeing them lose their lives at the rate that they are in comparison to other areas, that's right. There's something so overwhelmingly it's it's overwhelmingly sad and I mean tragic feels like a big word, but it is. It's right. you know, we're losing these men, these boys who have gifts that they right. haven't even had a chance to share right. yet. Right. And they have these bright lights that are right. suddenly gone. And right. it just shows because right. all the dark is coming out. Right. And everyone that talked about defunding the police, I right. find that really interesting because when you talk about things like that, you get in a situation where something bad happens to you. And then who do you call? Right. Who are you going to call on your Mm -hmm. worst day? That's right. And while, yes, I agree. There are definitely some officers that left and should have left and probably some others that should have left along with them, but didn't. There are also officers that go out of their way to try to serve. And we need to give them the credit that the credit, you know, where credit is due. Right. Um, you know, I will say we had one detective who retired in December and he communicated with me on a regular basis. Right. And um, yes, there were no leads, but at least I knew what was going on. And he he would call me back and and let me know if things come up or whatever. Um, the new experience that I've had has been a little different. Communication mm-hmm. hasn't been exactly stellar. Um, and that's something that we're working on. I, I have done, you know, as you have too, we've, we've been in lots of spaces with chief Diaz and we've done lots of community events with him. Right. Um, and I think that he's really doing everything he can to try to make things better, not just in the department itself, but for the families that are affected by murder and other crimes. Yeah. And you know, it's a hard, you know, when I start using the word murder instead of killing, I mean, it makes a big, it makes a difference because we're so used to uh, uh, saying killing, but it really is murder sounds yeah. so different. Uh, uh, and, and your son was murdered. I mean, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that type of stuff. So um, I think so. So, but you know, and, and, and all of this, we, we have accepted a culture of death in the last 30 years. Yes, we have. I mean, uh, it it was been programmed. I mean, all the movies and stuff, and you know, all, all the things about killing. I can remember now. We got Rambo going into schools. I mean, because Hollywood is a projector of things to come. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. I mean, uh, I like the birth of a nation with <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, uh, it is uh, it is the greatest uh, social engineering tool uh, in the world. I mean, and I, I mean, even when the radio was on, one of my sons says, well, mama, when the radio was on and they had Amos and Andy, you didn't get a visual. I said, but when it came on the television and people got a visual, then 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 people, you know, the stereotypes grows more and more. And uh, it's been over 30 years now that we've been living in a culture of death. Uh, and we look at all the children who have died uh, uh, at some the time I started doing this work. I mean, it's it's like the war came home to America, yeah. And you don't know who who the real enemies are. I mean, you know, it's like it's like the children have been programmed uh, uh, in social engineering to absolutely pick up guns when it is opportunity. It's always been opportunity. I mean, uh, we had to fight for opportunity 
but right. Seattle has always had some form of opportunity for black people. I mean, for right. other people too. I mean, and uh, and also, you know, Seattle is a place where you find a lot of people, uh, you know, and a lot of people in in, in mixed uh, relationships and uh, and all of that. I mean, it's a it's a it's a different kind of place here, at uh, well, some yeah. levels. Uh, and um, but the the cultural death is all over America. If it's not in the classrooms, it's in the streets. See. Right. Well, in the grocery stores, that, in the post yeah. office, even in the doctor's office. I think some doctor's offices have been shot up and all of this thing. Yeah. See. I just, I wonder too, if one of the things that I think it will be really interesting to see 30 years from now is the impacts of oh, social geez. media right. on kids. Right, right. Because kids spend so much time at home oh. now playing oh, video yes. games or That's on right. social media. On social I media. Think, I think that there is a disconnect in I reading too. social cues and emotion, social emotional That's right. cues. Exactly, exactly. And so I think when kids are out in public, unless it's something that they've really had at home, understanding people's emotional reaction to the things that they say or do is not something that these kids are well-versed in. No. And I say this, I have an 11 year old at home still. We have kids in our, in their mid to late twenties, but we also have someone who's 11 and it's a very different world to watch them interact with their friends than it is to watch our older kids. Right. And it seems like that is, that's been the biggest parenting change or child change since I've been a parent is that introduction to social media and the ability to hide behind a screen which that's right that's right that's right that's right but also when they say when they say and do hurtful things they can't see how that's affecting people that's right that's right and and uh, I know that I I had a a news commentator to tweet something out about me that wasn't true and by the time we figured it out and had to make that person do a retraction, I got a full understanding how these young people feel. I yeah. mean, because I have I have kids in social media, so we were able to have we, we were able to fix this, but I didn't know it right away. But the other children, right. and then uh, it's so much isolation in the homes that the parents, right. the children by themselves, and then the parents going and find that the child is taking their own life. And I mean, and, and so uh, I guess. I, my kids would always be mad at me about the social media because I just would be, I mean, because I understand what it's doing to the brain. See, most people don't understand how it's, how it's affecting the children's brain and what would it be like? I mean, will they be, I mean, with the, with the, uh, with the artificial intelligence that can take our voice and go create something that we don't know about. I mean, right. so we will be living in a, in, a, in a really different world, but you know, one thing that I do always believe, I always believe in hope. I always believe yes. in uh, I always believe in uh, in the fact that uh, there is a higher power. I mean, I'm not going to give in to none of this social engineering. I'm not going to give in to all of this stuff that I know that down the road is going to create young people who won't be able to function. And the more people who don't function, well, the more the more control they have over people. I mean, the governments of the world is doing something because they want to do this thing. Right. It's all about control. But I think we, the people, have to stand up and say, you know, no, you know, we have to have our own boundaries. And amazingly, you know, people who create technology, their kids is not on it. They, <laughs> right. they on it. They limit it to 15 minutes a day. Right. Okay. So if people who create technology limit technology for their own children, well, then that's that. When I ever I hear I hear them say that, I said, okay, I'm going to put this in my, you know, and let my people know that these people are marketing something that they don't believe in. 
right. you know, don't believe in. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this is, this is still an open case. Uh, I'm hopeful that, uh, like I told Tyrone, Tyrone's loved mom who passed away after he got murdered, I said, Alberta, we will not forget about your son. We will not forget. And we know that lots of people in Seattle know who the murderers are. Right. Lots of people, lots of people are okay with murderers being next to them in the grocery store and at the bus stop. I'm not okay with that. No. Not okay. No. I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm just I'm just not okay with that. So um, anyway, I just wanted to give you a chance to come on and to know that you have support from the from our family and from the work we're doing in the community. And you know, because of this, you know, we're wedding our issues together. You can no longer be concerned about police violence and not being concerned about the escalating violence in the black community. I think long as we were programmed to look one way and never look at how we're harming ourselves. It's why we have so much violence and escalation in our community. We have to we have to walk a parallel track. That's right. In order to get the work done, we cannot only be in these little silos anymore. It's not going to work. It harms our community and, and it harms the to, world. Yeah, and we have to be willing to love people who sometimes other people wouldn't love. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's why when I came to your house and I said, oh, this is a Baha'i family because she's just, I said, oh, this family is so loving. I have, I mean, I've, I've gone into many homes and, uh, you know, and I've studied with many people except the Ku Klux Klan and the Down Birch Society, <laughs> but uh, and the proud boy of those people. And I said, oh my God, such a loving family. So I'm so glad that you could come on uh, and we will continue to love and continue to work together. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. We sure will. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. I'm your host, from Walden, and we'll be right back. I have my next guest to bring on. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I want to remind you, you all can please uh, go to uh, listen to the podcast and subscribe to that. Also, I want to bring my next guest in. I love that song because it, grew, it, it reminds me of stand by each other i mean so so we're each other's darling on what we might be facing here in america so standing by getting people ready to stand by each other how you doing miss uh, miss oliver francis how you doing i'm doing good harriet doing very good thank you well i brought you on because uh, we uh, share something great in common uh, in common we grew up in the same community uh parents knew one another we went to the same uh, illustrious schools together <laughs> uh and uh and uh we uh wedded to uh to to seminole county in the florida so uh so yeah so i just want to get you in here briefly next month i'll bring you on again to talk about um uh the governor he's not my governor and not you know the <laughs> governor so <laughs> so yeah let's talk about the governor <laughs> well harry i'm gonna tell you he's not my governor either <laughs> and as far as the blacks in florida He's not their governor either. Nope. Nope. Uh-uh. And hey. if you've been listening to, uh, if you've been keeping up with the news in the last couple of days, Florida NAACP um, put out advisory, travel advisory um, uh, uh, 
News Press. And they also, um, Derek Johnson from the National NAACP picked it up. So it's been on national news all day today about the travel advisory that was issued by Florida NAACP. So I know there are a lot of people because I hear a lot of radios. I listen to radio early in the morning asking, what are we doing in Florida? When I say we, I'm talking about the black people. What are the black people doing in Florida? Yeah, well, that's what I was wondering, too, because when I heard that he was coming after the, the Divine Nine, I mean, you know, the uh, black... Oh, that, yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was about, what, about three or four weeks ago. Right. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and I thought Crump, I thought that, I know Benjamin Crump and some other people was talking about that, but, uh, yes. but see, uh-huh. you know, in his mind, they already got the poor people locked out. I mean, locked up, black people, they're locked out. And so now let's take the economic, let's go after the people who, the higher educated people. Uh, and I was, I was hoping that Florida educated people was going to do a massive pushback. That's what I was hoping. And maybe they still might do a massive pushback, but uh, they better hurry up and start doing a massive pushback. Well, they can't get too massive because we're not that big in Florida. The black, the black population, you know, we're only about 13% of the population in the state of Florida. So we need help from, from, from blacks all around the United States. Oh, we, yeah. need, we need everybody to come in and help us. We need well, um, mm-hmm. Washington State, Washington, D.C., New York, because we're just not that. That's a powerful group coming against a little bit. Of, and that's why he chose that group. Now, if we could come together with the LGBTQ community, that would help us out a whole lot. And they are coming in with us, the Latin community coming in with us. But oh, the Latin still- community, wait, wait, wait. The Latin community who always stood as the cheese stands alone, do they understand what time it is now? <laughs> I hope they do. They're mentioning that they're mentioning that advisory, that that advisory of uh, uh advertisement that went out yesterday and oh, today really? Yep, oh, really? they're listed in there uh-huh As yep, a, uh, okay okay i i didn't realize that i thought it was just single i thought we just got isolated out i mean just uh you know i mean i, I need to get more information about it but the goal is to get us because see we're in the constitution and that's what people got to understand now i mean mm-hmm. that's 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 what they want to under to overturn is that piece they can well, that's why they overturned roe b way as case law for 40 years I mean, because really, they don't care anything about black babies being aborted anyway. So, you know, if, if all those babies was black, Roe v. Wade would not have been overturned. Uh, uh, but uh, there was just, it was subtle law, and they wanted to upset subtle law. So when they try to go back to Brown versus the Board of Education, which would actually put us back in the Percy versus uh, Ferguson, don't, you know, white man, black man, white men don't have no, uh, a black man don't have no rights that a white man have to adhere to. That would, that, that would be really unsettled law because that's over a hundred years ago. See, so, so yeah. But you know, Harriet, this, uh, these times that we in now where we feel like they are that stake in the state of Florida, where the state of where blacks in the state of Florida feel like they're trying to send us to Jim Crow. Do you know that this debt ceiling thing will hurt us as a black nation? If they don't come to some agreement on that, blacks, blacks will be hurt worse than any other group if that debt ceiling thing don't go through. 
Well, maybe they know that and maybe that's what they want to happen. But you know what, Francis, and all of my thing here, and that's why I like to play some of these old songs is that, especially I woke up this morning with freedom on my mind, is that we have been here before. I, I, we have. I mean, we had 300 years yes. of bondage and we had a hundred and we had a hundred years of, uh, of, of Jim Crow, of, of Jim Crow. So yes. we have been here before. We have lived where they gave us nothing. I mean, uh-huh. we had the we, we, and that's why when we came into the, the 1900s, when the, the turn of the century of the 1900s, when your parents was born and my, you know, when we came along, we had more skills than anybody else in America because we had to do it with our hands. And then mm-hmm. when we came into the 2000s, we had less skills because number one, uh, you know, a lot of things has happened. But I believe in my heart, and I can be wrong, we have the DNA of the imprint of making it through hard times in America. Mm-hmm. And we have that, we have that because it's a part of our DNA. We're not the same DNA that we was when we when our ancestors came. We've gone through this before. And I think that most of the people who are actually behind these people, they just got to America. We've been mm-hmm. here before the Civil War. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yes, but Harriet. During Reconstruction, we had it all. We were in the we were in the center. We was we had it all. Well, and yeah. From us then, and they're trying to take it away from well, us now. Well, this is the end of the second Reconstruction. That's what that is, and that's <laughs> that's how I see it. I say, hell, it lasts. Uh oh, excuse me. I mean, I'm sorry. I say, heck, it lasted a lot longer. That's this time. They see people. Reconstruction coming back again. They see well, it. Well, th- and they're gonna try to stop it any way well, they well, can. And, but also, they would rather ruin the country than make sure that another black person never be president. I and mean, this all is of- why they are so far, uh, so far out there against Kamala Harris. Oh okay? yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Because they know, they know, if Biden runs, Kamala Harris gonna be with him, and they're gonna do all they can to keep Biden from winning. And we as black folks gotta realize this. Because if there is going to be a Republican run against Joe Biden, I hope it's not Trump and I hope it's not the Sanders. I'm hoping it be Liz Cheney. Mm. Well, she's a dark horse, but sometimes the dark horse comes through. I'd rather have that dark horse than Well, I mean, you know, it could be like the dark horse could be like Eisenhower. I mean, Eisenhower was the last real Republican. I mean, because he taxed the rich, he, he taxed the Republicans, he taxed the rich, they had to pay 50% of their income and, uh, uh, in taxes, and then Reagan moved it to the, to the poor, to the working class people, see. So he, you know, and he also said that if we weren't careful, we'd always be in all these wars, and that the, the weapon, the people, the people who made all the weapons would be running things, is what he said, see. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, all I'm asking the American people to do is to not make the Santa's president of the United States. And I don't think that's going to happen. But I think in Florida, we can stop the Santa's right here in Florida. But we need help to stop the Santa's. Well, you know what, Francis? I mean, I hope when we talk again, you can have a whole thing, a list of how people can help. Number one, they can help by not not spending okay, no money. Number one, you. All y'all radio announcers, all y'all TV people, play us up. Talk about us. Let us talk. Let us talk on your shows about how we're being treated. Let us talk on your shows about one that DeSantis passed a couple of weeks ago that nobody's talking about at the ballot box. Nobody's talking about that one. 
Well, that, 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 that's right then. So, so yeah. So, hey, that's why I'm going to have you on there. I'm going to have you on often. I'm going to have my cousins on, my family in Tampa, you know, because she's, a, she's, a, she's in the... Uh, As uh, you know, any other radio announcers that would bring us on. It doesn't have to be me. It could be my NAACP president. We got to get the word out there. Okay, well, you know what? I will also talk to my, uh, my, 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 you know, my son has a, uh, they have a media uh, uh, and uh, platform and I can talk, talk to some of those uh, young people. But we got to get the young people because they got all kinds of platforms, you know? I mean, what about uh, Roland Martin? I mean, have anybody reached out to Roland? No, has- I plan to reach out to Roland Martin. I plan to reach out to Jamal, Jamal, um, what is his name? Jamal Bryant. Okay. Okay. Jamal Bryant. I plan to re- We've already reached out to Al Sharpton. I plan what? to reach Huh? No, no, no. But I was getting ready to say, you know, the, the major channels like CNN and uh, uh, MSNBC and all of those, they could have stopped Trump in 2016, but they didn't. So now they can have another opportunity to be talking about something. So, I mean, reaching out to those. But they too. pick up their clues from y'all, Harry. Okay, well, then, you know, know what? well, that's fine. Um, it's it's a, it's another uh, show on here called The Urban Forum uh, with Eddie Rye. His daughter uh, is Angela. Uh, is Angela Rye. She was on CNN at one time. So, okay. you know, and so I can see, I can ask him, I can go on his show. I see if I can be on the show on Wednesday. He comes on on Thursday and uh, 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 at the same time that I'm in, in the same market. He has friends all over the country. I you, mean, know, he, you know, one time we used to, during the 60s, we had to depend on the preachers and the well, churches. Well, the church, they, 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 on the preachers and the churches. No, they're so in the Megaville. on the media people, the black people that spreading that word by media. Well, you know what? And also, we got the black, we still got the black press. I mean, we got, a, Seattle has a black radio station and the, and, and, and the medium, I mean, the newspaper. So also, uh, uh, and then uh, there's the uh, Chicago Defender still going. And then that there's the uh, Amsterdam News there. Uh, that do a lot there uh, in, uh, in in New York City. So, uh-huh. so there's a, there are some places to to, to work because uh, you know the black press is what got us through this. The black press showed Emmett Till new a uh, picture. I mean, in Jet that's magazine. Right. That's right. I mean, and because they, we because we had no access before. We had no mm-hmm. access before. It was only it was the black press, and we we mm-hmm. uh, so you know that's my commitment. My commitment is to getting you on often, and uh, my I got I got family that I got Waldens down in uh, Tampa. Uh, I got Levines in Jacksonville, so I got a whole host of uh, friends and uh, family in Florida, uh, and uh, and all up and down the East Coast. So yeah, we will uh, mothers will have you on this show. Uh, somebody from Florida on often because that's really. Right. Because the revival of our people has to begin in Florida and then connect with Tennessee. Because if uh-huh. we get Tennessee and Florida involved uh, uh, on the revival and the stopping this stuff, because those young people there in Tennessee and Nashville, they're, they're, those two Justins, are, they are they on to something. I mean, uh-huh. and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean. I, I, Francis, you said, "Oh, I'm going home." You know, I'm going to do. I'm not doing. Oh, I look. I just like the Lord done. The Lord done touched old Francis here, who walked it, who who used to organize. I mean, you know, you're getting that spirit of youth coming back. You know, and you can see, you can see the people who came before us. I mean, you know, Francis, we do this because people who came before us never gave up. Francis, they never gave up. That's they why. That's why up. we keep at and it. And I had, I had said that I once I. Took 
turned 80 years old. I'm going to be in my garden. I'm not going to worry about politics. I'm not going to worry. But I've been on the phone all morning fussing with everybody about what y'all doing, what y'all doing. You know? Well, because, Francis, you know, Creator has allowed us to still be here for a reason. <laughs> I mean, because if everybody died at 45, it would be no wisdom on the planet. Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hello. Hello. If it, that's right. That's right. And, and some people say, well, y'all ought to go sit down. For, for what? I mean, I don't need a rock. If we go sit down, they're going to fall apart. I'm telling you, because <laughs> they already tired from, from the George Floyd. Okay. We, hey, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't had Emmett Till. We didn't had all this stuff, you know, I mean, and uh-huh. my grandmother, like I say, our parents was, we were raised with guns in the home, Francis. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and, That's right. And That's we right, were obedient. We never played with them. We never touched mm-hmm. those guns unless you went up to Alabama. So you learn how to use a gun up in Alabama <laughs> with your people on your property, on them, on them hundred acres y'all got up in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know you know we uh things get we get tired and things look like they, they look look bad for Florida things look bad for the black people in Florida because uh uh like I said we we only about thirty percent thirteen percent of the population in the state of Florida and wow. this man this man is running over that he's using our weakness and our weakness you're strong in numbers and we're not strong in numbers well we're not strong in numbers but we still got a mighty lord we got a mighty lord and then and then and some of those who and the lord is sending people like you (laughs) (laughs) we also know we got a mighty number in prison that they should not be in prison because they shouldn't have did whatever was going on so florida florida is not the dot down in population they just not all able to organize they don't have a lot of freedom probably you go i don't know how many people incarcerated in florida but i can a whole lot i i I bet i bet the black numbers is more than 13 percent okay oh yes oh yes (laughs) Okay. It's about seventy percent. Okay, so 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 now we could, you know, they might not be able to vote, but they could talk to their people on the outside. So now we need to send somebody in there like Malcolm X and say, "Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all see error in your ways now, so let's get it together." Well, Francis, you know what? It's amazing that uh, that we have the energy. I mean, it's amazing yeah. that we have the yeah. energy, and our mind is still there. Uh, uh, we know we know what "lift every voice sings" mean. We we hey, we we understand what it is to be on the battlefield. I mean, we understand. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're using all the kind of slang shots to shoot us down. That's like okay. We, they, we, they, we, we Goliath, man. I mean, we David. We're David. We're David. We're well, David. David better get his slang shot together well, before we, we, we're David, before we man. lose I mean, this it's like, battle. Hey, we are David. We're we up against some giants. Well, no, you know what? But the, but the Bible is full of giants. Okay. You know, I'm going to fall back on the word, man. Because I mean, we've had giants before. What do you think those posses was out there Harriet, running after? I Come believe on. in prayer too, but faith without works are dead. Well, you know what? But see, you know what? I believe. I believe right now that there's a spirit right now waiting. To just you know, the, the, Jesus said, "Behold, I stand at the door is knocked." Okay, he's knocking at the door. We just say, "Come on." Well, we, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, one with God is a majority. Don't you know that? One yeah, but we with got God. that Republican trying to push in at that other end of that door. Oh, but you and know, they what, don't, but, they but don't even Republican, believe in God. But that, but that Republican don't make the sun come up, baby. That, yeah, was, he, that Republican he, don't do he, nothing. Right okay. now, he's standing in the way of our uh, Medicare, our uh, our Pell grants, our our uh, our veterans benefits, SNAP. Oh, well, you know what, you know what, you know what, all of that, you know what, all of that, I hear that. But I do know, Francis, I know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that there's another power. 
I don't give these people and no I credit. I don't give them no power, credit because I don't give them no credit. I don't give them no power because there's a power behind him. He, you know, he could be not here tomorrow. Who knows? I mean, we can call on Harriet Tubman. She used to pray for people. What happened? I mean, hey, we got it in our history. We got it in our DNA. Harriet Tubman also had a gun with her too. Well, yeah, but she used it. But she she used it for folks who want who wanted to go back. <laughs> And we're in the same we're in the same boat Harriet Tubman is. She said she could have freed more blacks if they just only knew they were slaves. Well, but they but, but but see, you know what's happening right now? They're gonna know it. Because one thing about it, these people are <laughs> intent of showing us every bit of how how much they hate us. And you know what? Let that happen. Why not? I mean, let this stuff come on out. Let the world see again that they the same people who wanted to I mean, really and truly. I mean, really, and yeah. they will show themselves because they don't have enough sense not to show themselves. I mean, they don't have enough sense not to be. Who could uh, be any dumber than than uh, than, <laughs> than DeSantis? That's I right. I mean, he went so far on the right until he hung himself. Well, but then, how but dumb see, but, is that? But but <laughs> see, but, but then that's how we know we got a mighty God. That's how we know we got a mighty God. Listen, friends, I'm going to take a break now. I have to say goodbye to you. But we're on this together, and uh, I'll have you back on really soon, okay? okay and we're going to continue, Harry. and I'll make a whole list of things I can do. Because I'm a Floridian. Right. I'm a Florida I, girl, okay? I know. And I All really right. enjoyed your show. I really enjoyed your conversation. All right. Thank you. I'll be in touch, okay? All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye -bye. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host. I'll be right back. Thank you. <laughs> The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Oh, good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. Uh, I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. And no, we shall not be, re we shall not be, be removed. We, we shall stand. Uh, uh, Francis and I, we, we love one another. And um, so we will stand. Uh, and I just wanted to say uh, we're going to be talking about this issue in Florida because uh, Florida uh, is uh, it was a slave state. And uh, we had the same, you know, they played the Confederate flag. They played, the, you know, uh, way down the uh, Dixie. Uh, they had the Confederate flags up. We had to sing the song. The, the Florida song was way down upon the Swanee River. They were pining that the slaves was gone. They wanted to go back way down upon the Swanee River. Uh, Florida's had a lot of atrocities, and this governor wants to continue that. But we shall not be moved. We shall not be moved. So I just wanted to give, uh, 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 after that, <laughs> with Francis, we, I just want to say we shall not be moved. Also, I wanted to have, we have some remembrance uh, this week uh, that we uh, wanted to, I wanted to talk about. Uh, on the 15th of May, uh, uh, you know, uh, last year, the, um, the, the shooting at the uh, Buffalo at the, at the grocery store. Uh, ten people were killed uh, and three wounded. I think the, the oldest person was in the 80s. Uh, and they just went to get grocery. They weren't bothering anybody. And this young man, actually, well, he did plead guilty. I mean, so it was not a trial. So I think he, I don't know if he was sentenced yet, but uh, he did plead guilty uh, uh, in that case. 
and of course, I want to, I want to, I mean, the nation will probably be remembering, especially the black community, uh, May 25th, uh, that was the day that George Floyd was murdered uh, in, uh, in daylight. I mean, uh, it was almost nine minutes uh, that uh, people watched uh, uh, the officer there uh, uh, killed him. Uh, and it was not, uh, it was not television. It was not a. It was not a movie uh, that uh, everybody was going to be living in at the in the next uh, uh, the next segment or the next time you see him on screen. So, anyway, I want to remember that. But also, I, I want us to, uh, you know, no matter where we at in our in our thinking in our life, uh, for me, there's always hope. I mean, I, I will never be to the place uh, where I don't believe uh, anything else other than that. Uh, and I want us, you know, to be to be mindful that life is still good. In the midst of suffering, God is. We are never alone. In the midst of all that is happening in the world, there is a presence and a principle and a life that is forever with us. And the more we wake up to that, the more we wake up to knowing that who we are in, in spirit, who we know, who, who we are, that, that we get the strength to move through these dark days, that man has created these dark days. And we remember that it was nine minutes that the world watched uh, uh, a person, uh, uh, Mr. Floyd, be murdered. Uh, and, and because of COVID, people really got this. And there was a lot of organizing around uh, police accountability and people calling into questions. And a lot of people around police departments, uh, a lot of officers left. Some of them officers should have gone, uh, gone on to someplace else and that type of thing. So... Uh, as I told Francis, you know, we don't go home. I mean, you know, we just, we stay on the, we stay on this, we stay out here because of our ancestors. We owe it to the people who suffered, never, never had running water in their homes, never voted, never had any convenience. We owe it to them and to the children unborn to continue to do the work for justice. We need to, we, we owe it to generations unborn and to the shoulders that we stand on. And in that thing, and in that regard, I'm asking the community to come out to Mother's Meeting. Uh, and uh, it's going to be on the 20th, uh, it's actually the 31st, uh, the last Wednesday of this month uh, at the Liberty Bank apartment uh, uh, building there, the community room from 6 to 7.30. And our uh, guest is going to be uh, 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 Attorney Vonda uh, Sargent. Uh, she has a really important case that we're going to talk about uh, uh, that, that she won. And also, she was the attorney that helped Mr. Wingate case. I, I mean, he was a man. I mean, I mean uh, seventy years old, seventy-one years old, walking down the street with uh, with his golf coast, uh, golf cane, and using that as a as a as a cane, and he got arrested uh, and charged with a crime. Uh, and she was able to come to that to to actually work on that case and get those charges dropped for him. He was in his seventies; had never been arrested in his life, uh, and he came out of segregation, so he knew. He knew that, uh, you know, that this was something that he could lose his life in, uh, even at his age. Uh, the police officers was eventually fired. Uh, they bought out a contract, you know, and so she, she, she left. The, she didn't leave SPD poor. She left with some money. So anyway, I want to let you know that because Monday is a holiday. I won't be on the air. I will probably be on to see Mr. Wright if I can be on this show on, on Thursday to announce our meeting again. It's Mother's Meeting on May 31st at Liberty Bank Building, uh, Community Room, 1405, 24th Avenue. See you there. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM, KKNW. Guess what? I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I see you in two weeks. Have a great holiday. Thank you.